Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. We're on location, Martha. Where are we? We're in Lubbock, Texas. We're at the international headquarters of Beaten Ball Homes. <laughs> we just turned you international. <laughs> Amen. No, well, come on, your kingdom at work stuff is international. So international headquarters of Beaten Ball Homes, Alco Farms, Cornerstone, and you're going to hear about Kingdom at Work today. You're going to hear about the Kingdom Business Workshop in just a few minutes. But thanks for tuning in to iWork for him this afternoon as we broadcast all across the country on iHeartRadio and Let'sTalkFaith.com, as well as right there in Tampa Bay on AM 57910 and FM 102.1. We're glad that you tune into us. And whether you're listening to us live today or to our rebroadcast or our podcast, just know that we prayed for you today. We prayed that something we say today would cause you to dig deeper and to find out what we're talking about and maybe even getting involved with this ministry no matter where you are in the world. And like I said, we got another day right here in Lubbock, Texas. West Central Texas is a place where you can live and breathe and rest and enjoy incredible beauty all in one place. They even get rain here. It's really cool. If you've just moved here, more than likely you're living in a home built by Beaten Bow Homes. Rick and Holly Beaten Bow have a heart and soul for building great homes for great people by great people. Their heart and their passion is making sure Jesus is glorified throughout the process in all that they do. The passion has led to Kingdom at Work Ministries, and that's what we're going to hear about today. At the end of October, Casey Brewer and Rick Beatenbow held their Kingdom at Work, that's the Kingdom Business Workshop conference right here in Lubbock, Texas, right here in their international headquarters. <laughs> and we wanted to report back on how God moved in that conference as people from all over the country came and shared, and really all over the world. Casey, how many countries was it? There were seven countries. Seven countries. So Rick Beatenbow, Casey Brewer, nice to do this show. Welcome back to iWork for him. Nice to do this face-to-face. Thanks, Jim. Yeah. Thanks for having us. I, I, I mean, it's a lot of fun. Rick, pull your microphone just a little bit closer. All right, so let's, let's just start from, this, from the beginning. Rick, how did the Lord lead you to start up Kingdom at Work? Well, first, we've spent 25 years working in God's home-building business here in Lubbock. We haven't always known that's what it was. But that's what God has been showing us for 25 years. So we started doing that, and then as we did that, people got interested in what we were doing, and it became clear that we needed to share that. Kingdom at Work just became a movement out of what we were doing, an expression of what we were doing, helping people think of their business as their ministry. And with that, you, I mean, it's a ministry that is bond out of what you're doing, but it's what you live and breathe each and every day right here at Beaton Bow Homes and Cornerstone, which is your holding company, and Alcove Farms, which is to come, and you've got an event center. I mean, this kind of, this is what you live and breathe every day. Yeah, it is. We, I mean, we want to help people, business leaders out there that are Christians, understand that God wants their business to be his ministry. And I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this is just not this is not just talk. Martha and I have been on location now for a day and a half, and we have seen them live this out. These guys are the real deal. Their employees are the real deal. That we got to actually we got to attend today a town hall meeting. We did, and you know it's been um, you know a lot of things for a lot of people are very theoretical, and it's like this is an idea that we have. This is what we want to be, but putting hands and feet to it and walking it out is what we've seen happen here, and that's why it's exciting for our listeners to hear 
firsthand um, some of the examples that we're going to talk about today. And we hope that it encourages everybody to just say, what can I do differently in my business that gives God the credit and that we're doing all this work for his kingdom? So we're going to talk about the Kingdom Business Workshop, but we're going to also talk about what's going on right here at Beaton Bow Homes and Cornerstone and Alcove Farms. And we're going to hear from the hearts of not <laughs> only the men, Rick Beatenbow and Casey Brewer, who are really in charge of the event, but also we're going to bring in we are going to bring in the the hidden secret to this organization, Holly Beatenbow, the and, real and boss, the real <laughs> boss. As she, as Martha and I got to witness, that she is the inspiration in this company. She is the sunshine in the hallways. I mean, it is amazing. As she greeted people this morning as we walked in here at 8 o'clock this morning, which, by the way... Let's just give a shout-out for Waffle Wednesday. It was Waffle Wednesday. They feed feed their employees. They get to come here, eat breakfast, and it was 35 degrees this morning when we washed the windshield pulling out of the Beaten Bow driveway this morning. How'd that work for you? It froze up from one end to the other, and so it was cold here this morning. Martha loved it. I, of course, was basking, and it was unbelievable. (laughs) All right, so let's get back to this. Casey Brewer. You are the one that's helped arrange all this. You, you and I have been working on our relationship now for, for a little over a year and a half. Talk to, talk to me about how and why you are part of this team and why Kingdom at Work. Well, when I first came to work for the company on the operations side of Beaton Bow Homes about 11 years ago, it was clear something was really different here. And I felt that I had just a different calling on my life, specifically called to ministry, but in a business context and that's a hard calling to to em, to embrace for most people because most people think if you're called to ministry that we kind of like to say there's two options, either go to seminary or go to Africa. Right. And I feel like it was clear to me that my calling was right here in Lubbock in the marketplace and found a home here. And even though there was an interim time in which I went and actually did full-time missions and leadership training in a lot of different countries of the world, the Lord... And his grace and creativity brought me right back into the, the fold here, right at the right time in which the Lord was really capturing Rick and Holly's heart and the board's heart, the leadership here, for being really intentional and strategic about integrating not just their faith into the workplace, but God's kingdom and the reality of that here and now. And that's just that was just what made my heart come alive. And getting to travel alongside Rick and do some business coaching and leadership training events throughout different countries of the world, it just became clear that my heart was coming alive for this. And the Lord opened up an opportunity. Rick invited me to join the team, and it didn't take me long to say yes. Well, and it's it's really true, and I see this as you guys walk the hallways and as you interact with your employees, that you guys... You're living this out each and every day, and what you're doing here, you wanted to inspire into other people. You wanted other Christ-following business owners and leaders to learn from you, from your mistakes, from your successes, and, and that's what the Kingdom Business Workshop was all about in October, wasn't it, Rick? Absolutely. We wanted to invite Christian leaders to bring their leadership teams, because none of us can do this alone, and come for spend three days in Lubbock, Texas, where there's nothing else to do but hang out with us. That is not true either. This is a big place in the barbecue, by the way, <laughs> off the charts. Where do we eat barbecue today? Evie Mays. Evie Mays. Shout out for that. If you're ever in Lubbock, Texas, make sure that is on your stopping list. <laughs> it is world-class barbecue. And they're good people. They're a kingdom business, in fact. That may be why their barbecue is so good. <laughs> well, we know that God loves a good barbecue. Okay, so the Kingdom Business Workshop. When, you, when we were talking about this in October, or in, in September, as we were prepping for it, you were expecting, you were hoping, you know, 100, 125 people. You ended up with how many people? We had just about 200 guests come and mm. join us from 
seven countries and 19 different states in the U.S. Man, that's incredible, Rick. How how cool is that? How warming to your heart was that to see that many people interested in what you were going to share? Well, I think it meant that God was going to show up. For him to gather that many people together, he had a purpose. Mm-hmm. So what, how did God show up? Well, he did. His spirit was there. Um, for three days, we prayed and sang and worshiped and talked about business. Uh, that, that's a pretty cool combination. It is cool. Now, Casey, as you guys set this up, you know, this wasn't just for men. This was men and women, right? That's, yes, absolutely. Give me some demographics. I mean, did you have some cultural diversity as well? I mean, what, what kind of – talk to me about how many what, – what were the people that attended? Were they all business owners or some business leaders? What? Well, the, the clear dividing line was there was about 80% of the attendees who were involved in either full-time for-profit business or – the educational sector, be it on the collegiate level or high school, private school level. We had several groups of educators and then for-profit. That was 80%. Mm -hmm. The other 20% were church leaders and and some non-profit parachurch organizations from, like I said, all over the world. So that definitely brought a cultural diversity into the mix of men and women and people from, of course, different races and age brackets from all over the world. That's it's just so cool. When we come back, I really want to dig deep into some of these stories, some of what you saw. But why don't you just give a, a quick snippet of, of what – you said you got comments from 80% of the people? No, you said you had some questions that you asked that 80%, 80 people responded to. Well, like, that's right. Yeah, it was about 80% of the, of the people did respond to some of the things that we asked them to respond to. And one of the, one of the things that was, was a highlight was – we strategically trained and equipped what we called table hosts, essentially coaches for the three-day journey. Most of those were some of our in-house strategic management team with a couple of folks from other companies that we've walked closely with for a while. But one of the comments was, highlight of the entire event was the discussions led by our table hosts. Mm. Not the content from the stage, <laughs> not the workshop, not the worship, but the people who were in the trenches doing this every day, leading teams. That was the highlight for so many people. The relationships that were being built around those round tables. That's exactly right. Right here in your courtyard at, in this nice. building. This is an incredible place. Do you have a name for the event center yet? The Willows. The Willows Event Center. I mean, talk about intentionality. Martha, you and I have experienced the intentionality in this in this building. What, what was, what's the biggest takeaway that you've seen as we've walked the hallways of Beaton Bow Homes and, and the whole organization that's controlled by Cornerstone here? Oh, um... I don't know about the biggest takeaway, but there's just so many things that are impactful. Um, the relationships that are being built in everything that you guys do, whether it's between employees or with your vendors and with your customers. Um, I, I think that the relation, I want to say relationality, I'm probably making up a word because that's what I do. But um, it has it, it translates into everything. Even people that are coming in and setting up Christmas trees today that I've met and that, you know, I now have a friendship with a gal, you know, out there, and, and uh, it's very intentional, and that's translated. And I got to tell you, and I know you guys, you know, you're not saying, hey, Jim, you know, pat me on the back on the air, but I got to tell you, people that work here, they feel loved. Mm-hmm. And they I are saw, loved. I saw mm-hmm. it. I mean, I have seen it. As we walked into the, this, and we saw it yesterday, but today was even better. As we walked in the room for, for uh, Waffle Wednesdays this morning, I mean, people are talking. And, I mean, you know, I had, a, I had a breakfast conversation with one of your IT guys. A 30-minute conversation with an IT guy is pretty outstanding. But Mike was just, I mean, Mike and I were talking about prayer and praying for customers, but praying for employees and and the power of prayer and his past job and how he saw that work. I mean, just 
this is a place where love is living out in the business of our, I love it. I mean, it's just great. And I know, Rick, you probably didn't have this perfect the whole time, but where you've got nope. it now is amazing. Well, we know that if your business, our business, is going to be God's ministry, the first rule is that love has to rule. Right. Hmm. So we love that. So one of the things that as we talk about the kingdom, the, the um, workshop that you guys did this fall, um, one of the reasons we want to talk about maybe what it looked like is, again, to inspire people to say, there's, there's more that I can do in my work than pushing the pencil all day long. God has given everyone a ministry. And um, so that's one of the reasons we're going to talk about a little bit of a, what the format of your workshop looked like, just so people have an idea of what did people walk into and um, what did they gain from that. So can one of you talk about the, the format? Of the three days, right? It was three days? Yes, ma'am. And we've had a couple of one-day versions of this, okay. which were really aimed at inspiring business owners to think like this. And this has been a workshop. That's what we did mm-hmm. in October. We wanted people to roll up their sleeves and really get into the nitty-gritty of what that looked like. Practical examples of management and leadership that lead to love in the marketplace, in your business, for it to be a ministry of God's. So it was a three-day workshop we did in the middle of the week because it's a business workshop. Mm -hmm. That's when business people get together. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday evening was aimed at the leader. We wanted to really get into the hearts of all the leaders that were there because God can't do anything until he does something in that leader. Mm -hmm. And we want to inspire that leader to to sow into a relationship with God, a, a deeper daily relationship with God, and to invite some leadership around them to hold them accountable. Those were the two elements there. We also did some worship and some kingdom preaching that evening. Now, we're talking with Rick Beatonbow and Casey Brewer from, really, we're talking about the Kingdom Business Workshop, but these guys actually, they run a business, a for-profit business. And Rick, let's just take a step back for a second. I mean, you were talking about this Kingdom Business Workshop where you want to feed into others the things that you've learned to inspire them to do the same things in their workplace. What do you do? What is this whole organization about? Well, this organization exists to reveal God and his kingdom to everyone who comes near. And I believe that's a a proper purpose statement for any ministry of God's, which includes a business. That could be a church or any ministry of God's, but it it should also include a business. We build homes every day. That's one of the things that we do. We have a farm, an organic, natural farm, and we have uh, an event center that we've just opened. But we, those are just things that we do. They're not why we're here. Why we're here is to reveal God and his kingdom. So why must lead some of the things that we do in our business, like love the people, take care of them, closely engage with them, develop them, and over time show God to them. Casey Brewer, as you look at the Kingdom Business Workshop, that, pe- that people attended, 200 people from seven different countries and mm-hmm. 19 states. What were some of the topics that you guys had roundtable discussions about? What were some of those topics? Well, following the first night's talk on really is entitled Kingdom Leader, Rick Delir is such a great talk, challenging, inspiring business leaders to make a covenant, reestablish a covenant with the Lord. He's done that with us for eternity. We are required to participate in that. We encourage them to, we actually walk them through what we call the covenant exercise in the workbook that we provided to everyone that came mm. about this reestablishing their personal covenant with the Lord and the covenant with the people that God is placing around them. Because as Rick said, you can't do this alone. Mm. So that, that well, was the why, focus. Cover of, that for a second. Why? Why can't you do this alone? Why can't some, one person say, I'm going to lead a kingdom company? Well, I think there's a couple of reasons. The first reason, though, and that's a pretty good one, is you'll mess it up. <laughs> 
by myself, I'll probably mess almost anything up. Um, one of the ways that God talks to me, he does talk to me directly and specifically um, in lots of ways and probably does for everyone who is trying to engage with God regularly. But, but one of the ways he really speaks to me is through other people. Mm-hmm. I need other people to talk to me about what God says to them, and I want them to hold me accountable to what we know we're supposed to be doing. And then the second part about that is when we are together as a leadership, we can have a lot more influence on the people, and we can support each other, and the burden of leadership can be spread out. That's true for any kind of business leadership, but specifically a kingdom business leadership. Mm. So, Casey, going back to some of these specific discussions around the roundtables, because I know that that's where the impact was made, as you said before, what were some of those topics? Well, the next day, the second topic was focused on a kingdom style or a kingdom style of leadership within an organization. And the crux of that is deeply engaging individually with every single person throughout the organization so that no one gets left behind. So we had them spend some time around the table with their table host an hour and a half or two hours after each topic, addressing some very specific questions and issues on what's preventing you from engaging deeply with every person in your organization. And that, that, that gives some pretty honest answers, such as, I don't know that I care about them enough to do that. <laughs> we heard that from several yep. people. That's a great, honest, but it, it's a starting point. Mm-hmm. Others were saying... I've got too many people reporting to me. I can't, it's physically impossible for me to do that. Well, that might be some clues that some restructuring could be sure. some first steps that you need to take. And then we follow that up with kingdom culture. How and why do you develop a kingdom culture? What elements uniquely has God given you as a leadership team and your organization that you should include in the identity of your company? You can't change culture overnight. But you have to start today in order to make that change or to just make maybe make some tweaks. Maybe there are some people who are really far down the road on this, and they were here to help in, encourage and inspire others to do the same thing. But those were the topics, kingdom leader, kingdom style, and kingdom culture. That was what the topics were centered around. And there's so much in there, and we'll make sure that we talk on those just a little bit more. But, Rick, how long did it take? you and the Lord and your team of board of directors and leaders of your organization to create the kingdom culture, kingdom focus culture that you have today? Well, it took the Lord probably 10 years to really um, transform all of us first. I mean, he had, he had some, some things in the way, namely me. Um, you know, I, I, Casey said this, and we talked about this at the workshop. For some leaders, they need to they need to honestly assess how much and if they care for the people around them. And if they don't, we invite people to, to, to ask the Lord to give them a, to break their heart for the people. Because if this is going to be a ministry, it's going to be about caring about and for God's people that are around in the business and come near the business. And so I've got to ask the Lord to break my heart for it. And that is effective. That works. God will do that. He'll bring you face-to-face with people and show you their lives and their heartbreaks and their successes, and you'll fall in love with them, and you'll desire to lift them up, and you'll love them. Mm, that kind of reminds me about what we talk about in the I Work For Him Nation, when people join that and make that covenant to agree to to pray for their coworkers mm. and employees. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that is where your heart change is. Yeah. And I just, I just wanted to comment, too, that it seems to me like – You've allowed God to make these changes in your heart, and you're wanting people to to learn that 
earlier than you did and Amen. say, you know, stand on our shoulders. There you go. And so I'm encouraged by that. And I hope our listeners are really getting that out of it. So, so let's talk about this, Casey, because we'll, we'll have a lot more people joining us after the bottom of the half hour, but also people who listen to this podcast months later. So we're speaking to them, too. You don't plan on being the only show on the road. I mean, you guys would love to multiply this all over the world, right? Absolutely. So how do people get a hold of you to, in order to say, hey, I want to know what you know so that I can multiply it? Well, the first and best resource for that is our website, kingdomatwork.com. We're actually about to put all of the content from the workshop on that, so it'll be up on there for everyone to see the Ooh. live keynotes, the video presentations that we did, the special highlight pieces we did for some other companies. Because you're right, Jim, this is not about us. This is about God's kingdom. And so really what we're hoping to find are places across the world where there are already networks established of people who are hungry for this, who, who are on the pathway of being kingdom leaders. We want to come alongside and help, help support them. Rick Beatonbow, Casey Brewer, Holly Beatonbow, all from the Beatonbow Home Group. They've got Alco Farms, Cornerstone really controls the whole deal. It's so Willow, the Willow Entertainment Center? No. Willow's Event Center. <laughs> Willow's Event Center. It's not a movie studio. It's not, well, it's like that. It's like, everything we're talking about is right here in Lubbock, Texas. And if you mm-hmm. haven't been to Lubbock, Texas, this is just like the jewel in West Central Texas. And, and when we say West Central Texas, we mean if you leave Houston, you've got about 650 or 700 miles till you get here. So it's a very long ways. But it's only, it was only like 1,200 miles from L.A. Sure. I've lost track. I don't know. We're in Texas, honey. All right. We're talking about Kingdom at Work. Now, this is a ministry that has been spawned by Rick Beatonbow, Casey Brewer, Holly Beatonbow, as they realize that what they're doing here in their business, they want to multiply in other places. And so they've got this ministry called Kingdom at Work, and they held a Kingdom Business Workshop in October, which we talked about in September as we were prepping for it, and we're doing the follow-up. Now, we brought in, you know, it's nice to get a guy's perspective, but really, we know that women are way more intuitive than men, and they also see things completely different than men, right, Rick? Amen. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we also know behind every great man of God, there's always an incredible woman of God, and that's Holly Beatonbow. That's a fact. Thank now, you. Holly, I've, we, you know, I've, I've been watching you today, just, just so you know, I've been watching you. And, and Martha and I, as we trailed in behind you as we walked through the doors today, you know, I understand. We understand better. It's so great to come on site and see stuff, but I understand what you guys are doing here because I saw how the employees responded to you as you greeted them this morning. So many, and it, and it was Waffle Wednesday, and everybody loves to get food. And by the way, the food was great. The bacon was off the charts. Delicious. I love the bacon. You greeted people with such love and acceptance and hugs. Everybody from all over the organization. That you are the light of sunshine that just, I mean, you are like Jesus right here in this workplace. That was incredible to see. That was so much fun to see. So encouraging. Thank you for that. It's easy to do. They are amazing people. They're all so talented. And, you know, the Lord created each one of them and he created them in his image. And so when we understand that and we see them that way as the treasures that they are, it just brings fullness to life for everyone. And that's one of the things that we talked about earlier on the show is that there's no way, any, no way anybody can live, live here. Well, they do live here. They work here many hours a week. There's no way anybody can work here and not know that they're loved because that's what I have seen in the hallways. The people, you've got unusually incredible people 
and they're all happy. Even your IT people have conversations, which is <laughs> even you know, the hey, IT. Hey, you know, I'm an IT guy, so I can make comments like that. I, I mean, I know what IT people are like. You know, they like to be off in their corner and, and really not. In, you know, they love machines more than people. And it was incredible. It's just been an incredible experience. So, thanks for sharing your guys' life with us the last mm-hmm. couple of days. It's been fun. And Casey doesn't have a microphone right now, but I know Casey you put all this together, and, and we pat you on the back for that. Holly, we wanted the woman's perspective on the Kingdom Business Workshop because it is one thing to hear from a guy's perspective. We love to compartmentalize things, and we, we think things are great, but very we have a hard time interconnecting everything. What did you see happening at the Kingdom of Business Workshop? Oh, it was um, like family. Uh, we, you know, Christ is at the center, and so instantly there's a connection between all of us because he's in the middle of all of it. And so it was like family. It felt like family. We had connected with a lot of these businesses individually, one-on-one in the past. And so then everybody came together and it was like a family reunion. It felt like that. Mm. And then some of the businesses were new to the whole uh, structure of it. But we just all come together around him and we have that commonality and we have that common language and that common spirit. And so we recognize one another because of him. What was your biggest takeaway as you saw that room of people from 19 states and seven countries for three days right here in your own event center, which is fantastic. What was your biggest takeaway as a, as a woman seeing, seeing this? Because you you've walked this whole route with Rick. I mean, you guys have lived this together, which I am sure if we had enough time, maybe we can get some more of that dirt over dinner again tonight. <laughs> um, it, but is you've seen it. So you've seen the Lord take Rick's heart and soften it and, and, and make it so that you could display what he displayed today. And your heart together to instill this into other business owners and leaders across the country. What did you? How did you see the Spirit moving in that room? Oh, I just was so overwhelmed at how God had been stirring the same thing in every single heart. And then he brought us all together. Only he could have brought people from seven countries and 14 states mm-hmm. or how many ever there were together in this one place. Only he could have done that. And I just, uh, it's confirmation of the message that we've been hearing from him to see that he's been stirring the same thing in hearts of his people. That, that inspired me and just blessed me. And it, it helped me feel like we were in the center mm. of his will for us in this moment. And what a beautiful place to be. So talk about the element of prayer as it related to the workshop. Okay. Tony Dell, actually, someone that we all Tony know. Tony Dell from Sedera Health. Yes. Absolutely. On the radio with us tomorrow. Tomorrow in Austin, Texas, as yes. we take our work for him on the road again. He had a wonderful suggestion. He actually gave it to Casey Brewer, who passed it to me. And that was praying over every single participant before they got here and receiving a word from the Lord for them. This is something new to our team. It's new to our team. Mm -hmm. We had not ever done this before, but we want to grow. We want to learn. There's so much of the Lord. What what the Lord's been saying to us is you can have as much of me as you want, Mm. as much as you're willing to mine out of me. So, um, we just sat down as a team. We, there's a, there's a group of intercessors in this city, seven ladies who have been getting together every Friday morning for 13 years and praying And they have welcomed me graciously into that group. And they came and trained our team on how to do this. Years ago, the city of Lubbock held a dinner for all of the police officers in the Mm -hmm. city. And they did that for them. They prayed over each police officer by name and received a specific word and a scripture from the Lord for them, a word of encouragement. And so they came and told us how they did that, how they arrived at that. And so our team of 10 set out to, um, to attempt this. 
for the first time. And it was such a learning, stretching, growing experience for each one of us. But as we got alone with the Lord, you know, he's constantly talking to us. If we would just listen. If we'll just stop and listen and be still. So as we got still, we were able to receive that word for each one of them. So as the participants arrived, um, we had an envelope with their name on it with a specific word for them at their table. And that was one of the very first things that happened during our time together. And what kind of response did you get from that? It was all over the charts. It Mm -hmm. was amazing. There was one girl who said, um, I didn't want to open that because I didn't want that to dictate the rest of my experience Mm -hmm. here. So she waited till the very end, but she could not believe how precisely on target that word was for her. She shared this with me right before she went back to Michigan and she was just in tears and she had the word. She had me read it. She said her husband's word that he had received was equally as meaningful and they're going to frame them mm-hmm. and put them in their home because it's uh, a watermark for them. Mm-hmm. Wow. So Rick, as you and Holly have are really, you're the parents of this organization. I, I know yep. that you started it and your dad came and joined you. I mean, you guys are the parents. I mean, you're not old enough to be the parents of all these people, but you know, but you, you, you're the parents of this organization and the Lord has led you to your knees as you've led this organization. And this kingdom business workshop is really a culmination of 20 plus years of the Lord working in your heart, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. What do you think's next? What do you think's next for you and Holly? Whatever the Lord has, I mean, we, we haven't thought about that very much. We we just want to pray and ask the Lord to lead us. We don't want to go do things ahead of Him as much as we can avoid it. You know, we're, we're sometimes we're ambitious and we want to go do this and go do that. And so we've asked the Lord to invite us, and we'll respond to those invitations. Um, I like the prayer thing that Holly's talking about. That's something that came from somewhere else. The Lord sent Tony mm-hmm. with that message, and... Holly told one story, but there were a hundred of them. Her and her team prayed for the people before and wrote a word for every person, but also were available and prayed for everybody while we were in the workshop and were available for people to go ask for prayer. And as they learned that they were back there and available, that traffic increased. And by the third day, there were a bunch of people that went back there to pray and be prayed for. And so I think, you know, that we can't, any of us do any of this without the Lord. Now, I think it was Andy from your ministry team that told us yesterday that in their ministry office, they were praying over the podium where your speakers were. Like they were up above in the, the, this floor, over the bottom floor, and they were praying over people. That was, that was incredible. For, I wish we had enough time to go into your ministry team. Casey, that'll have to be a future show. How cool was it to be actively praying for people? And, and what kind of things did they, I mean, did anything change? Because you were praying and you're like, oh, that's something we need to modify because of what we're praying about. You know, the actual environment, the atmosphere changes when there's prayer and when there's worship. And that's what we felt. That's the other huge takeaway from the whole thing was you literally could just feel the presence of the Lord. Mm. And everyone just got to kind of say At a business conference. Yeah. Amen. I was going to just say that, you know, you, you don't. So many times you go to a business conference and you probably have a lot, a checklist of things that I know we're going to do and this is what we're going to cover and I'm going to be inspired and I'm going to be a better leader and I'm going to do this. Um, adding just the element of prayer into it and knowing that, um, the focus is there and not so much on the task. First of all, you know, you think, well, what's going to be productive about that? But 
it's the most productive thing because the Holy Spirit's involved. Yeah, okay? I mean, I, you know, I, and that's what I love. You guys, you kept prayer at the center, mm-hmm. at the forefront. Mm-hmm. And that is the most important thing. We get biz- if we can get Christ-following business owners and leaders across the world to start their day with a significant amount of prayer and study and quiet time, our world would be turned upside down. All right, we're talking with Rick Beatenbow, Casey Brewer, and, of course, Holly Beatenbow, the sunshine of this organization. As we got to watch Holly Beatenbow really make Rick look awesome all day. That just <laughs> Amen. I mean, but, you know, but Rick, I got to tell you, okay, so we got to go to your town hall this morning for your cornerstone group, and you guys were sharing some pretty tough stuff, and you got emotional in front of your employees. Most business people, business people would say, that's just not acceptable to, to get emotional in front of your people. Yet you got transparent and authentic with your people. That's a powerful statement when a leader can say, hey, I'm still hurting about this, but I just want to make sure I shared that. Did anybody ever tell you, Rick, you shouldn't show emotion? Well, yeah, everybody told me that, right? Um, but it is a it is a beautiful thing to be authentic, and it's a beautiful thing to see authenticity. It, it moves us to see that. Um, and I don't have a choice. I really love these people, and I really love what we do. And so sometimes I think I wish I wouldn't get emotional, but the Lord shows up, and the Spirit overcomes me, and so I don't have a choice. And Holly, he has not always that. gotten emotional. In fact, when he first the Holy Spirit really first got a hold of him, that's when the emotions started to come. And he hated it every single time. He would say, oh, I just hate that. It makes me look so weak. It makes, you know, are people going to respect my authority? Are they going to respect my leadership? Because I get emotional. And I would tell him, you cannot fake the depth of that. That is authentic. That is real. And that reaches people in a place. And it gives them permission to be real. Okay, so let's talk about the impact of running this organization, which was once, as you shared this morning, Rick, just you and your dad. Yep. And it's now That's right. a couple hundred employees spread across Texas, uh, and not all the way across Texas, but in many cities across Texas. How are you and Holly protecting your marriage? And I'm asking her the same question, so you better be good. How are you guys protecting your marriage with all of the pressure of running these organizations and doing it in a godly way where everybody's holding you accountable to make sure that you're glorifying the Lord. How are you, how are you, how are you protecting your marriage? How are you making sure that your number one ministry, Holly is in her spot? Well, you know, it's a blessing and an amazing thing to get to work every day with your wife. And I get to work every day with my dad as well. And they are really good for me. Holly, um, completes me, I guess. Yes, she does. That's a, yes, she does. Cliche, but it's the truth. Um, she has had a strong impact on me and influences everything that I do. And we get to do this together. And we do it while we're at work, and then we go home with it. And uh, so it's just kind of what we do. And every one of these people is our family. They're our children. And some of them are our parents and our aunts and uncles. But we're family. And you don't always like your family, but you can always love your family. Yeah, and you get, but you get to choose your family. That makes it even better. <laughs> yeah, Holly, how does Rick do? You know, Ephesians five twenty five says, "Husbands love your wives like Christ loved the church, and gave himself up for." Her. How is Rick doing, keeping you as that kind of a priority in in your life? Do you feel that kind of love from your husband? I can tell you the single thing that has kept this marriage together for twenty eight years, building this company and all of that, is our independent relationship with the Lord. Our commitment to have quiet time with him in the mornings we get up early he sits in a chair in one room i sit in a chair in the other room we can see each other but we don't talk and we're spending 
time individually with the Lord. And I cannot tell you how many times during that time the Lord will speak to me about, you really haven't submitted to Rick in this area. You really have not asked him as the authority, you know, in this marriage. You haven't done that. And so one specific example was our daughter's wedding budget. He convicted me of that this morning. And so I texted Rick later today and said, baby, what budget do we have for the wedding? And that was the question I needed to ask instead of, you know, I just needed to let him be the authority that he is and work underneath that. But I also can tell you a very specific time just a few days ago after Rick spent time. Is it okay if I share this? Yeah. (laughs) After Rick spent time with the Lord, he came in to the area where I was at and he was weeping. And he said, the Lord just revealed to me that I have cared about you most of all, but I haven't cared for you the most. And I want to do a better job caring for you. And I'm telling you, if that had been a message that I had tried to give him, it probably wouldn't have gone so well. You know, same thing. If that had been a message about the wedding budget that he had tried to give me, it might not have gone so well. But when we're both tapped in to the Lord, it's like a triangle. He's at the center. And as we move closer to him, we get closer together. And that's what I've seen happen in our marriage over and over again. When we get out of alignment, it's because we're out of alignment with the Lord. I love it and can't add anything to that. Casey Brewer, how incredible is it to be part of an organization where you can hear husband and wife talk about, and you see this lived out. I mean, are they being real here? I mean, is this the real deal? Absolutely. Throw them under the bus if it's not, right here. No, I have had the privilege of walking alongside them for over a decade now, and my wife and I have traveled with them internationally multiple times. Rick and I have traveled together internationally multiple times and spent a lot of time with them, and I've, I have seen... The good, bad, and the ugly, even though there's not much ugly there at all, as you can see. They're both so incredibly humble and gracious with each other, and that's that's what sets the tone around here every day. And this is the catalyst for the Kingdom Business Workshop that you guys had. I mean, it's what these guys have lived out these 28 years and all these years of growing Beaten Bow Homes and, and now Alcove Farms and the Willow Event Center. Did I, think, did I get it right that time? You all got right. it. I've been in it. There's just no sign. There should be a sign there that I have in my head. Casey, we want to encourage people to engage you guys because we want to multiply what you guys are doing here. And this isn't about, you know, you're putting beaten bow homes franchises in, you know, 78 parts of the country. That's not what we're talking about doing here. We're talking about multiplying the teaching, the training, the discipleship, the kingdom principles, living out the kingdom in workplaces around the country. How can people replicate what you guys are doing, what you guys did at the Kingdom Business Workshop? How can people replicate it? Well, in different cultures, even different states, that clearly might look a lot different than what it did here. This kind of carried the DNA of our company and Rick and Holly and Ron, the board's leadership, from many years back up until today. But based on what the relationships we already have and some of the movement that's already happening, the Lord is just raising up people all over the world. There is a hunger being birthed. There, there is a thirst for God's kingdom from business people wanting wanting to really engage in kingdom leadership principles, kingdom leadership culture all over the world. So what the desire that we have is to partner with people of influence and people with authority in different parts of the world who already have networks of people and connections that are poised in and and they're ready to be supported and strengthened with wisdom and advice and just coaching and mentorship. Kingdom at Work is a movement. It's This is not even an entity. This is not a 501c3. This is just 
an outflow of Cornerstone in our company. It's a movement, and we, we don't want to own it. This is not ours. It's about the kingdom. That's why it's not Cornerstone at work or Beaten Bow at work. It's God's kingdom at work. And Lord, he's already brought people to us from different states and even different countries, as we've mentioned. Uh, we are working with some folks over in the eastern part of Europe right now about establishing uh, a kingdom business workshop in the spring in one of their countries because he has raised up people who are already connected, who are already networked together with other business leaders. There's already a spirit of unity and excellence and generosity that's evident in these people's lives. And they were here for our workshop, and they are poised and ready and excited to to begin tilling that ground and raising up leaders in their country for the kingdom. When you look at 2018, and you've just mentioned you got workshop... Uh, over in Eastern Europe somewhere, and I know you've got some more travels over over in around the around the world. Mm-hmm. What do you think the biggest thing is the Lord's going to challenge you with personally, Casey Brewer, in 2018? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, to me, one of the greatest parts of my own journey is just the Lord showing me the power of humility, the power of submitting to authority and leadership. And there's nothing like feeling completely overwhelmed and underqualified for the task at hand to keep you on your knees. Yeah, it's beautiful. And to me, it's God's greatest gift next to my own wife and family. is just the, 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 the desperation that I feel that this is bigger than any one of us, and this is about God's kingdom. And that's a, that's a, that's a weighty thing to steward, but what a privilege it is to, to be a part of God's kingdom in that way. Rick Beatenbow, it's got to be fun to see the vision that God laid on your heart. It's got to be fun to see that come to fruition and multiply. Yeah, it has. I was just thinking, you know, God created his people in his image, and he loves us, and he wants us all to know him and to love him back. It's optional. Don't have to do it. And so the opportunity in the marketplace to bring that to people is amazing. Rick Beatenbow, Holly Beatenbow, Casey Brewer, thanks for all of you being on iWork for him today. Thank you, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Thanks for letting us spend 24 hours with you guys, a little bit more. It's been a lot of fun. Martha, we're on the road again tomorrow to Austin, Texas. Yes, we are. Going to Sidera Health and the Karis Group with Tony and Felicity Dale. I'm looking forward to that trip. Get to see six more hours of Texas in a different way we've never seen before. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait for that next 500 miles. Martha, it's been a lot of fun being on the road, hasn't it? It has. All right, well, listen, check out the Kingdom Business Workshop and Kingdom at Work online, kingdomatwork.com, kingdomatwork.com. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I Work work For Him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at iWorkForHim and online iWorkForHim.com. iWork, the number four, him.com.